Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. The sports purist in me likes seeing him stay because he now, barring something unexpected, will become like Kobe, Jeter, Nowitzki, Ripken, a modern-era great who played his entire career with one organization. There's something about that that I like. I, I don't know how you put a value on it, but there's something about it I like. That's Mike Greenberg from ESPN earlier today on ESPN 690, and I kind of like that, too. There's a part of me that likes that, and I understand the game has changed, but makes you wonder. Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay maybe for his whole career. We know Tom Brady didn't. Russell Wilson traded away. Peyton Manning didn't. Heck, Trevor Lawrence could be unbelievable here in Jacksonville, but to keep him his entire career probably is to the point of unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, it really is, and so we talk about that down the road. Brett Martineau here at the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass, former Jags player and current MMA fighter Austin Lane in the Action Sports Shack studios, and we welcome into the show all the way from Wisconsin. I believe that's where he is right now. How about former Lee High School great, now Riverside High School, former Florida State University great, former Super Bowl champion and draft pick of the Green Bay Packers, four-time first-team All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, 1990s All-Day, Decade team and now Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Good to have you on the show, man. How does that last part sound? Oh, it sounds amazing. And uh, don't forget my brother Tony Baselli. <laughs> I mean, that's my guy, man. Having an expansion team. I remember the, when the Jaguars got um, <laughs> their franchise. You know, of course, over the Packers. And I remember some of my niece and nephews because I'm from Duval County. They said, you coming to play with the Jags? I was like, no, I want to win a Super Bowl. I'm standing Green Bay. <laughs> hey, some things haven't changed much over the years, Leroy. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Leroy, just to set the table here, uh, first time here on ESPN 690 for you. And uh, I, was, mm -hmm. I came to Jacksonville back in 2008, um, so I missed your early days, but we've heard plenty about you. Now, meanwhile, Austin Lane, who played for the Jags for a few years and around the NFL for a bit in the uh, early 2010s, he He's a Wisconsin guy, okay? So, like, nice. he, may, he may have some personal questions for oh, you. Oh, like, I, 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 I have tons of I have tons of personal questions, man. I can't wait for you, Leroy. I can't wait, man. <laughs> hey, what's the hey, what's the the scene like in that state today? Knowing that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are sticking around. Well, here's the thing. Um, I think for the most part, it's been a lot of back and forth with the media and his friend, Pat McAfee. Because yeah. when it first came out, Diana Rossini, I think I'm saying her name right, she said it was reported he wanted $50 million a year, and people shot that down, and Aaron's camp said it's not true. Well, today it came out first that he agreed to a deal, and then he also said, no, nah, I'm coming back for next year, but I haven't agreed to a deal yet. So we don't know what to think. We just know that our radio show this morning just kind of blew up and said he's going to play next year. And then all of a sudden, the Russell Wilson trade broke. So, I mean, it's just one of these things that Denver said, if I can't get this Hall of Fame quarterback, let me get this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leroy, so it's story time, man. So first question I got for you. Obviously, growing up in central Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers were everything. I was in second grade going to a Christmas concert, and my mom made me wear this giant turtleneck. And, and, and I pouted, and I cried. I said, I don't, I don't want to wear this thing. And I'll never forget what she told me. She goes, well, Leroy Butler wears one. I'm like, all right, I'll wear it. But <laughs> looking back on your career, 
How did you play in that thing, man? Because I could barely sing in it. And here you are, man. It was like a dual turtle. Like, like, where'd you get it from? How did that come about? And that was kind of your trademark uh, in, in career here in Wisconsin. Well, I tell you what, Austin, shout out to your mom. She's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. When I got the phone call, before I got the phone call to get drafted to the Packers, I was a huge Cowboys fan. I mean, I was the biggest Cowboy fan. I mean, when they got beat by the Steelers twice, I cried, okay? Me and my brother Michael and Darian, we were huge Cowboy fans. When I went to Green Bay, I, it was just something about that place made me say, you know, these fans, they're not fans. They're shareholders. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're really invested into this team, and that's the reason why I wanted to stay there my whole career. And then people say, well, why do you stay up there in the off season because of the weather? I said, listen, I stay inside when it's cold, okay? There's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing to that. But no, make no mistake about it. Playing it in that Lambeau Field, in that stadium, in that weather, it definitely was a weapon in the 90s. Absolutely. I think it's still a weapon now. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt about it yeah. uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Leroy Butler with us here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Well, what's the last couple of weeks been like for you after getting uh, elected into the Hall of Fame? Uh, do you go to sleep at night thinking about your speech and who you might thank from the Jacksonville area and talk about? Or uh, what's it like for you over these last few weeks? Well, it was interesting. I mean, if you think about my life growing up in poverty, in the inner city, in the Blodgett home, Jefferson Street pool area. Um, I don't know why God chose me to navigate these rough waters. I mean, being bullied in school for wearing hand-me-downs. My first new shirt was from the Salvation Army. And it just seemed like, for me, I always wanted to do a few things. And one of them, because I was disabled and I was a special needs kid, that I wanted to play the ultimate team sport. And it was, you know, in the NFL. And my mom told me that I could do it. She told me, here's how you have to do it. It's a blueprint on how you become successful. And my heroes to me were my great teachers. I mean, I remember Hammond Gracie at Fort Caroline, you know, just telling me, you know, I may not be the biggest, you know, the fastest, but he made me one of the smartest players. But I'll tell you what, when I got to Lee High School, meeting Corky Rogers, Corky Rogers changed my life. He really did. He taught me how to become, uh, handle success and defeat the same because you don't people won't know if you win or lost because you're gonna win some games but just don't do it on friday night mm-hmm. you're not gonna lose games on friday night we don't play that and we've never done that so that's a swagger that i got i got it right there from lee high school with corker rogers that's pretty cool that's that's amazing you know Leroy, when we talk about some of those great packer teams that, that you were a part of you know i mean and obviously you know this now you know being part of the media as well i mean now it's all behind the scenes right like well, we get a really good glimpse of who players are in the modern um nfl i mean I, I look at some of those guys that you had on those teams those those successful teams i mean there are so many personalities uh and so many great stories to tell oh, yeah. like, do, do, do you wish like you know there would have been a little more behind the scenes access and just who, who are some of the players that maybe got missed out on in terms of, you know, being household names on Twitter, if you will? Uh, Austin, that's a great question. If we had Twitter back then, <laughs> Brett Favre would be number one. He'll be like Kanye and Justin Bieber <laughs> combined. 
being a great quarterback, okay? That guy was amazing. And Reggie White would probably be more of an Instagram guy because he's a preacher. He wants to touch more people. <laughs> yeah. And me, of course, I would be a TikTok guy, of course, because I like to do little short videos. <laughs> but we had so many things going on back then. But one of the smartest players I've ever – there's two guys that I always said – two of the smartest people I've ever met football-wise. Actually, three. Matt Hasselbeck was one. George Kuntz was the other one. He was our middle linebacker. And the other one was Doug Peterson. <laughs> Doug Peterson taught me the ins and outs of what quarterbacks are thinking when they see safety, the, the, the mental aspects of it. Because Brett was obviously the quarterback. But Doug Peterson was kind of the middle guy to understand that he has time to take a guy like Trevor Lawrence and put him in that position. So being around smart players in the locker room, it does make you feel good because you have to thank them when you talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame because I'm number 357. There's only 362 guys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And without great players like that, it's been very difficult to make it. That's awesome to hear you say that about Doug Peterson. I'm sure Jags fans are excited about that. And that was way back in his playing days. But obviously it translates mm -hmm. into the coaching too, Leroy. He wins a, a Super Bowl championship with the Philadelphia Eagles. I got to believe you like this hire by the Jags. No, no question about it. I wonder what took it so long. And here's the difference. Urban Meyer wanted to be the headline. And, and you really can't do that. Coaches got to know when to get out of the way. And that's the reason why Mike Homer made Brett Favre the headline, your quarterback. So Trevor Lawrence, it's his show. Mm. It's his show, and Doug is going to help him do that. You don't need coaches to be in the headline anymore. That doesn't work. This is not the NCAA. I mean, this is not, you know, the, you know, this is not that. This is grown men where you have to look at a locker room and see guys 21 to 31. How can I get everybody to agree? Okay? This is not Congress with guys are, – Democrat, Republicans, no. Everybody agrees. That's the only way you can win. And when you come in a program and this owner is doing everything possible to get a winning, a winning team, so I sympathize with him when he had to make that, you know, that change. But Doug Peterson is the right guy because you know how like people say they roll their sleeves up? Doug comes in with his sleeves already rolled up to say, I'm ready to get to work. You got to make sure that your quarterback is the franchise, because that's what people want to come and play for. Leroy, when we talk about the safety position, you know, I mean, even when I played back in you know 2010, um, retired back in 2014, I mean, the defensive end position has, has taken such a drastic change. It's all about speed now and and that bend and everything. And a lot of positions have kind of changed. What have you seen from the safety spot from when you played and obviously having that Hall of Fame career now to what what you see from the modern era NFL safety today? Austin, your mom going to be so excited that you're asking these platinum questions. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome, man. Because I'm going to tell you something. Because kickers and safeties are the last ones to either get into the Hall of Fame or be talked about. Mm. One of my favorite players was Brian Dawkins, Jacksonville's own, went to Reigns High School. Troy Palomala, these type safeties are going into the Woodson, going into the Hall of Fame. Makes me feel good because that was my era when you can hit, run, cover, and not to mention now safeties are getting these big guarantees like you see. But it used to be back in the 80s and maybe a little bit part of the 90s, safety was like cover two, cover four, and then Ray Rhodes. I mean, one year he had this great opportunity. He said, listen, we're going to draft Terrell Buckley with the fifth pick. 
we're going to move you to safety because I was a corner. And it changed my life because I was down in the box. So much so, people thought I was a linebacker because I got sacks, I got interceptions. I wasn't a hitter. Mm-hmm. I was a tackler. Because hitting, you're gonna not only going to cost you 50000 if you hit the guy in the wrong position, <laughs> but you're going to knock yourself out. And I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to get the guy on the ground, and that's why I played 11 or 12 years. But the safety position, if you look at all these great teams, they always have one or two great safeties. That's the reason why they can win games. All right, Leroy, then, then come with me here on this one. The best player in this draft might be Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. The Jags have the number one overall pick. Safety isn't a position that you pick at the number one overall spot. It's usually quarterback, defensive end, left tackle. Maybe you could sneak in a corner or a wideout if you wanted to, but not safety. But if he's the best player in the draft and he can play multiple positions and he makes your defense dynamic, why wouldn't the Jags consider it, or can they not because of the position he plays? You know, that's a good question because I think if he if he's number one on your board, you take him. But then you have to explain why wouldn't you protect Trevor Lawrence? Now, to your point, do you remember Cincinnati had a chance to get the top left tackle in Sewell, mm-hmm. who was the left tackle with Detroit? They said no. They took Jamar Chase because we can. And this is after he tore his knee up. I mean, so they're thinking, why don't you get the left tackle? No, we're going to outscore people. So your board is going to be different from every guy's board, trust me. Because, you know, uh, Michigan, I'm sorry, Detroit wants the defensive end for Michigan. That's what they want at number two. But if you're the Jags, you have to put out something to say. Any team wants to move up to get this pick, they're going to take you a boatload. Now you can get your safety and your left tackle, and you can pick up a defensive tackle. Doug is going to lay all of that out on the line. And trust me, when they turn that card in, it's going to be a position who can help him for the next five to six years to get this thing turned around. I agree with what you're saying, by the way. As long as they explain what they're doing and their plan, be transparent about that. I I think you can get away with some other things that maybe are not traditional, uh, even if you're going to do that at number one. Uh, Leroy Butler with us in Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, newly inducted into or newly elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, will be inducted along with Tony Baselli on August 6th. We will be there for that. Can't wait. Uh, By the way, you can be there this week on Thursday to meet Leroy Butler. Autograph signing coming up. A meet and greet from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. at Crispy Springfield Gallery. That's on North Main Street here in Jacksonville. Leroy, when you come home, do you, like, go hit a favorite spot or get something to eat? Go visit someone particular? I'm sure you're in and out pretty quick, but uh, you're stopping home this Thursday. And Austin knows we eat, we eat a lot of brats while we're up in Wisconsin. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> brats and cheese curds. Trust me. <laughs> yes, that too. That too with the white cheese, by the way. I don't do the yellow cheese. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you know, because it, you know, it, it kind of sees me up a little bit. But this is an adult show, so I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> First thing I want to do is see my kids. I have four daughters to live there. I love them more than I love myself. Seeing them, I'm going to get a chance to see some of my high school coaches, Coach Warner, Coach Barrett, um, Gene Frenette, me and him go way back. And then, of course, you can swing by Christie's and get a picture. We'll have some autograph items there as well. And then on Friday night, you know, we're going to be, you know, you can party with me if, if you want to do 25 and up. And you'll get all the information all over my social media. So the one thing, I haven't done an autograph session in 
Jacksonville in probably 25, 30 years. Wow, so really? So very excited to see everybody. Yes, How yes. about that? Wow. Uh, Austin, I know you're going to set uh, Leroy up for a little surprise here in a moment. Yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. to punch this home for folks that are listening. Come say hello to Leroy Butler, obviously great personality, pro football Hall of Famer. Meet and greet March 10th, 6 to 8, Crispy Springfield Gallery. That's the name of it. It's on 1735 North Main Street. Check out uh, social media as well for Leroy and also for us, and we'll share that information. But it's coming up Thursday night. All right, Austin, go ahead. All right, Laura, here's another story time real quick of young Austin. So when I was, man, this had to be second, third grade, um, and we had these things called CD players. Now, I feel old saying this stands for compact <laughs> disc, but I had a CD player. Um, it was a little portable one, right? And uh, the second yeah. album that I ever bought was this soundbite we have right here. I'm going to play you this song, just a little, little, little teaser. Do you recognize this song we're about to play? And more importantly, did you get any money from this song? All right, you got it? Chalk it up. <laughs> Okay, so that was Robert Brooks, in case you didn't know. Uh, and, and, and that was the Robert Brooks rap album that I so currently have at my yeah. mom's house. Did you get any kind of royalties for him saying your name in that song? Not at all. No. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, and, and it was true. I did stick to the wall like Velcro. But the leap is amazing because the fans were involved in it. Shout out to Robert Brooks. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And I just never, I just, I just would never forget it. The president, real quick, the president, Bill Clinton, comes in to visit Lambeau Field. I go up to him and say, uh, Mr. President, you ever heard about the Lambeau Leap? He said, no, what's the Lambeau Leap? I said, what? <laughs> you ever heard of the Leap? He said, no. I gave him, the president is not supposed to take anything from any civilian, okay? He takes the CD. Okay, yes, we have CDs, you millennials. We weren't downloading that's all I said. <laughs> he puts it in his jacket. And he said, I'll listen to it. I mean, wow. that, was, that was just a gangster move. I, wasn't <laughs> I never forget that. I was, this is awesome. So, yeah, I love the Lambo Leap, man. We'll have some Lambo Leap photos at Christie's actually tomorrow, a limited amount. So just come on out and hang out. Just take a picture. And Because if you make a donation to my anti-bullying campaign, you can take a picture, no problem. Yeah, man, that's amazing. Man. That's awesome. That's uh, and you're doing some awesome stuff in the community uh, up in the, in the Wisconsin area as well. So keep up the great work. I hope everybody gets out, says hello on Thursday night to Leroy Butler and Leroy. We might be making a trip up to Austin's home state in June and may have to stop by and say hello to you in preparation for the Pro Football Hall of Fame induction. So uh, maybe we'll see you up in the Wisconsin in June as well. If you come up here, I got my own broth, Leroy Butler's Game Day broth. I got four different flavors. I'll hook you up, Austin, and I'm going to hook your mom up as well. She's platinum. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot, Leroy. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for taking the time. Have fun Thursday here in Jacksonville, and uh, congrats again on the Pro Football Hall of Fame election, Leroy. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it, guys. Take care. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, Leroy Butler. Hey, that was fun, huh, for yeah. a Wisconsin kid. Oh, That's that got to be pretty fun. Hey, now, now, mom is taken, so let's pump the brakes a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I'm no, just kidding. But no, that, that was a fantastic time, man. He's awesome. But yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's really cool. So, again, he'll be in town later this week. I, I would not have guessed that Leroy had not done an autograph signing back home in, in more than two decades. So. Yeah. 
Uh, that is really cool. And uh, you can see, if you don't know Leroy from back in the day, if you will, here in Jacksonville, uh, then you can obviously feel the, the presence and personality, right? I can't imagine Bill Clinton taking Robert Brooks' CD. <laughs> well, here's what I can't imagine. I can imagine him taking it, Austin, when he put it in the CD player on, like, Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine his reaction. <laughs> That's so wild. Wow. Uh, that's good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. Uh, fun to have Leroy Butler on. Uh, we appreciate his time. All right. We are back at the Players' Championship. A lot of football stuff going on, but Players is happening as well. Some big stuff out of here, including the future of the World Golf Hall of Fame in St. Augustine, which could be in jeopardy. We'll give you the latest on that, plus JU. The Dolphins about to tip off in the ASUN Championship game, trying to go to the dance. Can they win it? talk a little bit about the Dolphins on the way. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Yeah, excitement's definitely one of them. I mean, it was a special weekend. Um, a lot of a lot of great memories. Uh, I mean, it's a, just a special place here at Sawgrass, and uh, I know that this is one that all of us get very, very excited for, um, you know, on the schedule. It, it's pro- it'll probably be a little different once I get on the course and start start seeing stuff a little bit more but uh, it definitely was um it, it, i think this morning was was kind of the last time where i'll maybe take the just the muscle memory of walking in the locker room and wanting to go right and actually being able to go left now into the champions locker room is, is a nice adjustment that that i'll be able to make uh, going forward that is justin thomas can he win back-to-back players championships that is the question uh for justin thomas by the way it's never been done and no surprise, to be honest with you, it's never been done. I guess a little bit of surprise is that you, you have the best field, so you have the best golfers. But that also makes it tougher to defend. Mm-hmm. And the course changes uh, year in, year out because of the weather. And I, we're going to see that massively this year. Not only made a March, and now we're getting used to March again, but the weather will really fluctuate this week from rain to wind to warm temperatures to cool temperatures. So um, I think all of that makes it different. And the rough is a little bit thicker. And so this isn't the exact same course, conditions, and obviously field that Justin Thomas faced last year. And so that makes it very unique and, and difficult to defend, and nobody's been able to do it. Now, Justin Thomas is, is qualified to do it, and he's talented enough to do it. Uh, will he be able to do it? We'll find out. Military Appreciation Night down at the 17th hole going on right now. Kelsey Ballerini, the uh, performance, uh, which I think begins right around 5 o'clock. So really a cool day here at uh, TPC Sawgrass and the Players' Championship. And even today has been a little bit overshadowed by all the NFL news. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful, Austin. Now, you know, uh, I, well, you were, you were going to come out of the studio. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm fantastic. Now, be honest. Did Kelsey Ballerini's people get in contact with you <laughs> saying they don't want me back to my slam poetry shutdown of hole number 17? Was she a little intimidated? I don't think she was intimidated. It's just that she was disappointed that you didn't have a shirt of her and you have Casey Musgraves. Actually, here, here's a fun fact. I do have a shirt of Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> I swear. Wait a minute. Okay. Yes. This might be an issue now. No. Well, <laughs> here's the, the, there's an inside story. So, Coos, knowing that for whatever reason, I mean, I have a Casey Musgraves and an Amy Winehouse. It's not like I have an obsession with female artists. I just, they're two of my favorites. So then Coos got me a Kelsey Ballerini shirt when she played uh, in Jacksonville like, about like a year ago. Um, so, I do have a Kelsey Ballerini shirt. I just not have, I haven't worn it yet because I don't really know any of her songs. All right. Um, so I'm glad that's very nice that he got you that shirt. Well, I had to pay for it. But. Oh, 
Yes, which I didn't know. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't very nice. Well, no, that was the awkward thing. He's like, hey, do you want a Kelsey ballerina? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. And then I'm like, all right. And then I had to pay him like 30-something bucks. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Hey, those Appreciate things are, it, boss. Those things are expensive. They ain't giving, especially at the concert. I mean, I could go on like whatever. Okay. You know, Poshmark and get it for half price. So you have Amy Winehouse. You now have Kelsey Ballerini. You have Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I think those are the, those are the only female ones that I have. Okay. And then I have like twenty other artists. You know. I, is that a popular thing? Like, I'm not a popular guy, right? So I don't have those. You don't. Have, you don't have like band T-shirts. I really don't. I understand oh, bands. Like, it's I, popular. Well, I get it, but is it is band more popular than like individual performer? Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, it's more popular because I think there's a lot more to choose from in terms of the band than the, the individual performer. But um, I mean, I think there's there's some people that rock the individual performers as well. But like, I always have a rule where like you can't wear a band shirt or an individual performer shirt unless you can name like three songs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you haven't you haven't introduced yourself to the catalog enough yet to wear the shirt. Can't can't name one actually from Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Can't well, name you one. Should. I mean, there's, there's some good, yeah, you could try it. Oh, I'm, are you a fan? Yeah, I mean, okay. well, I'm a country music fan. So. I know. See, I thought she was like pop, but she's country. Well, she may be crossing over. Okay. One I, of those, honestly, one of those like, Taylor Swift types, huh? Yeah, well, you'll have to tell one me. One of those Taylor listen, Swift types, huh? Listen, I think Kane Brown's crossing over, right? Don't you play some of this stuff yeah, on 95.1? Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that, Brent. Yeah, it's 95.1 WAP in the mornings from 6 till 10. It's Megan and Austin you're in the morning with your Kane Brown specials. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, by the way, did I see, uh, I, word is you were on it like Southern Swells uh, on the weekend. I was in Southern Swells. I got yeah. people all over the place. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, we're having a little work meeting. Yeah, <laughs> you were. Uh, well, kind of, yeah. Some, some some kind of content meeting a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know if Megan was out there, too. Although I've seen, she must frequent out there because I saw her at Engine 15 a couple yeah. weeks back. Yeah, she's definitely uh, <laughs> a drinking connoisseur, yes. Oh, you hear that? How good is that? Hey, do you know what's better than hearing that? I'm sure seeing in person's even better. Ah, that's what, good stuff what right there. What just flew by? That would be called a flyover of jets. Are we talking jets? Don't, don't ask me what kind of jets. Okay. I have no idea. They were big and they were loud. Okay. On a scale of one, like on a scale of one to ten, how cool were they? That was very cool. Okay. So make like F very, very cool. F fifteen. Okay. Right. Um, like what's the hot jet right now? Oh man, you're talking about the F twenty two. You got the F thirty five. Really? Uh, you got a J twenty. Do you really know that? Yeah, man. Wow, that's impressive. F sixteen Fighting Falcon. Come on. Gosh, you're so well-rounded. Come on, I try. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, that was awesome, though. Uh, but, by the way, I am I do apologize to you because it's now, like, beautiful here at the Players' Championship. And it, the word was around 4 o'clock there, there could be storms and lightning. Oh, yeah. yeah and if yeah. that was the case, they were going to kick us out of here. Yeah, sure. And so then we wouldn't have any – Middleton would be by himself. Which, but by the way, Middleton, Middleton didn't even tell me yesterday he was doing Action Sports Jacks overtime. I never even teased it yesterday, Middleton. You probably should tell me if you're going to do the show. I figured Casey was out. You guys aren't doing it. No, I mean, I had to hold it down for the team, man. That's what that. I saw. Put That's the team on back. I appreciate that. It's good. How was it? Did you have a good time? Yeah, absolutely, man. It was a full show. You can check it out. I have it podcasted <laughs> as an hour four of Action Sports Jacks. That's very on good. ESPN690.com. Well, let, let them know. I was going to say, that's very good. That was a very good turn right into well, the team. And, and, Brian, like and then you, you also tell them that, <laughs> that that episode is sponsored by Megan and Austin in the morning uh, from 6 to 10 WAP. is going to sponsor that one. By the way, yeah, Action Sports Jacks overtime <laughs> sponsored by Megan and Austin. <laughs> yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> like, sure. 
Yeah. Just one more reason Let's to put to... Austin's face somewhere. <laughs> Let's try to get some sports fans listening at 6 o'clock in the morning. Brent, if you could take that camera and put it a little more to the sky, because I can't see one rain cloud at all in yeah, that yeah. shot. You're not going to either. Hey, Money Mike Burrish. He, he's going to go for Money Mike to just Mike if he keeps up. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really hoping, by the way, I got a couple of softball games and baseball games to get to, and I was... I didn't think they were going to happen, yeah. and maybe they will. So uh, uh, right. maybe. We'll see. I'm just saying he's going from money Mike to inflation Mike real quick. <laughs> just saying. Hey, sign of the times. Just sign of the times, man. You see those gas prices? Woo! <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about Woo! that. Yeah. How much does it cost? I think I'm up to like uh, 78 bucks to fill up my truck. Man, yeah. Yeah. You might be at a golf cart. Yeah, I don't remember the high. What is it? I don't even look. Like I, I honestly don't look at the gas price because I'm like, well, why, why get all? Hey, hey Brian, the, spoken like a man who doesn't care about money. Well, that's, yeah, outdoor fire pit, you know, yeah, yeah. fireplace. But uh, I, well, what's what am I gonna do about it? Like I gotta get gas. Like that's always been my thing. It's like, okay, if it's two dollars, if it's four dollars, like I'm gotta get gas. No, for sure. So why am I gonna sit here and stress out about something I can't really control? Yeah, I so, mean, no, I don't for even sure. know what it is. Like, what is it at right now in Jacksonville? I think it's around four, isn't it? I, I mean, I, I mean, I filled it up like uh, Monday, so it's changed since then. Thankfully, I did. Yeah, I did. Somebody said like it, it went from. I think they were talking about diesel. Went for I saw a tweet. It was like four dollars and eighteen cents when they drove to work. When they came back, it was four dollars and fifty-seven cents. Yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. <laughs> That's great. I just, I mean, all I'm hoping for, Brent, going forward, is that when you open, like, your gas cap, it doesn't have, like, one of those things that hit it from the inside. I can just, like, open the gas uh, cover for your truck because I'm going to start siphoning gas from your uh, truck to mine because my grandpa yeah, showed me how to do that at a very young age. You know how to do it? Oh, dude, I'm so skilled in siphoning gas. Wow. I mean, I'm just saying, like, let's get it off the radio here, but if you want to go into business... <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Hey. Where, did, where did your illegal dealings start? Hey, I don't we know. Just, we'll go no. back to February, March 8th show at about 435. Hey, I'm just saying, if, if we go to Home Depot right now after the show, I can have 100 gallons to, 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 the, to the team, to the show, by tomorrow. And, and I promise you that. I can deliver on that. I That's promise terrific. you. That's terrific. I'm just a, saying. Between bees and siphon and gas, you oh, got it's, you It's not hard, it. man. It's not hard. Just, yeah, it's yeah. not hard. Uh, hey, okay, so we have a little fun here on the show. I thought this was great today. So I, every about every day I get emails from some of the, like, gambling outfits, you know, and they'll give us odds on all sorts of stuff. Like, you know, coming into the day it would have been like, will Aaron Rodgers sign with Packers or get traded to the Broncos, you know? And so just about every day they send us stuff. So <laughs> I get one this morning, and it's, Roger Goodell dropped the hammer on young Calvin Ridley yesterday. Yeah. Ridley was suspended. There are now odds on who the next, not just player, but NFL team employee will be to get banned for betting. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. So who do you even think would be on the list? Or do you want me to just give you that? So are we talking just team employees or players as well? This, uh, first of all, it starts with uh, four players and okay. then goes to... Uh, the fifth one on the list is an owner. Okay. And the seventh one is a former coach. Okay. The ninth one is an owner. Okay. And there's a lot of players mixed in. All right, go and give me Antonio Brown. <laughs> He's plus 350, the favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Antonio Brown for sure. Yeah. Um, man. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? Oh, my gosh. You got it. That's okay. number two. Are you okay. looking at something? I swear I'm not. I swear I'm not. I'm just thinking of, like, you know. 
I don't want to say drama guys, diva guys, but, you know, guys that are, are polarizing. Yeah, that's a good. That's the first two. Now, the next one's tricky, but it actually makes some sense in almost a Calvin Ridley kind of way. In almost a Calvin Ridley kind of way. Okay. So, guy that was out a little bit. Yes. Who was out? Who got hurt? Brian, help me out here, man. Or who chose to be out. Who chose to be sat out? Chose to sit out? Yeah. Kind of a big name. Oh, Colin Kaepernick? Nope. Oh. He's not on this list. Oh, okay. I got nothing. Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah, good call. So anyway, okay, so I'll go. I'll give you a couple of names. Robert yep. Kraft is fifth on the list. <laughs> of course. John Gruden made the list. Okay. Dan Snyder made the list. Jerry Jones is plus 2,500, by the way. Jim Ursay, plus 3,300. Um, Tom Brady even made the list. And then they say, had next league to suspend a player for gambling. NBA actually leads the way at plus 150. Do you think? Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you think how Urban Meyer handled the James Brown situation? <laughs> Do you think? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Like, James wasn't on the field for a reason. Where's the Urban Meyer odds? That's a good question. Just saying. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was unbelievable that a day after a guy gets dinged for betting, a betting site has the next guy to get dinged for betting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrific. Yeah. Like, Calvin Ridley should have bet on himself. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. More from the players. JU about to tip off as well. Big night for the Dolphins on the campus of Jacksonville University. And back to all the football stuff, including should the Jaguars take a look at DK Metcalf now that Seattle is wheeling and dealing a little bit? We'll be back. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690 live from the Players' Championship. Well, for me, it's a dream come true. I'm, I'm one of those uh, kids who grew up skipping school to watch the NCAA tournament. Was blessed to get to play in the tournament uh, my senior year at App State. And uh, now to get to go back for the third time in five years uh, is a dream come true. I'm just thrilled for our players uh, that they're going to get to experience it. I don't know who that is, but I'm assuming it's the Chattanooga head coach. It is not. Any other uh, guesses? Austin Thompson, five years, went to App State. Should I know this guy? I don't know. Should you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go. It's a head coach, right? It's a head coach. Matt McMahon. Wow. Yeah. Yes! Wow. Is that Mar who is yes! that? Murray State's coach? Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was That's good. five points right there. That's good. I'm impressed you even knew his name. That's, hey, Brent. Yeah, I, I know Matt McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that, Dan. Did you see that Chattanooga shot? Whew. That's fun stuff, man. I think it's going to be a heck of a march. I really do. I think you could say that just about every year, but this one feels wide open. Um, so I, I love that. I think anybody can win it, and I mm -hmm. think there's a lot of parity, maybe thanks to the transfer portal and other things. Uh, we are back here at the Players' Championship, TPC Sawgrass Military Appreciation Night, just about, well, it's underway, actually, down there on the 17th hole. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini will perform here in just about 10 minutes or so. Uh, Action News Jacks, by the way, has you covered on, on that on CBS 47 and Fox 30, starting at 5 o'clock for the next couple of hours. We'll also have a report on the Players' Championship uh, with Stuart Weber during that time on CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well. want to remind you that it's, a, it's Women's History Month here in March, and for the month, we're doing something special uh, for the ladies. Female Athlete of the Week will take place each and every Monday. We'll launch the poll. It'll run through Sundays, and then we'll announce the winner 
on Monday as well. All you got to do is go to ESPN690.com. Tamira Briley from Oakleaf High School, Piper Young, Baldwin High School, Madison Blackburn from Clay, and Maddie Millar from Bishop Kenny High School, the candidates this year, the nominees uh, this week, excuse me. Go to ESPN690.com to help celebrate Women's History Month. I want to show you something else here, Austin Lane. The odds I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Look how much the odds moved or didn't move uh, for the Rodgers and Russell Wilson big stories today. Back a month ago, the Green Bay Packers were 16 to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Just yesterday, they were 11 to one. Now that it's official with Aaron Rodgers, they're eight to one. Hmm. So their odds cut in half over the last month, and even cut almost in a third uh, since yesterday. Meanwhile, the Denver Broncos were 18 to one. A month ago, when people really thought they might get Aaron Rodgers, then yesterday, twenty-five to one, Ooh. and now they got Russell Wilson. They're twelve to one odds. So that's how much the impact is. And now, a lot of folks thinking that Deshaun Watson potentially uh, could end up in Seattle, or at least the Seahawks could make a play with all the draft picks they just accumulated. Let me ask you this: If you're Deshaun Watson, well, I guess you don't really have a choice because you're still under contract with the Texans, right? So it's whoever can offer you more. But assuming that you had a say, are you taking Washington or are you taking Seattle? Uh, I'm taking Seattle. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. I feel like... You said it pretty definitively. I think it's Well, I'm close. taking Seattle. One, first of all, as their receivers sit right now, you'll have Noah Fant, Lockett, and DK Metcalf. Okay. To throw to. Yep. I know you got McLaurin in Washington. You also have, I think, a Seattle team that um, just has been a cleaner program than Washington. You know, Washington has so much. It just feels so messy sometimes. A lot of respect for Ron Rivera. Not his fault. But it just seems like every other day there's something coming out about Washington still. Mm. And at the very end, I think I'd want to be a Seahawk instead of a commander. Oh, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. So, come on. Uh, are they, let me ask you this. Would Seattle be better off with Deshaun Watson than Russell Wilson? Ooh. Um, I mean, see, like, is there more problems for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, probably. But, like, the rapport that Russell Wilson had built up in Seattle, I would make a case for... Wilson would still be better just because, the, you know, he started there. And I, I think that means something. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think he's better, though, too. Yeah, you think Russ Wilson's better than, than um, Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I think yeah, I he's, do. He's more proven. Yeah, he's more proven. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think Russell Wilson obviously has more length on his career and more of a resume, like you're saying. Um, but I just think even at this stage, like, I think Russell Wilson, when he's healthy, like, he wasn't healthy last year, but he got off to a really good start. I mean, he's playing unbelievable football. I mean, unbelievable football. He, like, not turning the ball over, um, still can do a, a move real well, still is the long, the deep pass. Uh, Watson, I don't think he checks all those boxes even when he was playing before last year. I, I don't think he's that polished yet. Now, mm. you get more time. Yeah. You get more time with Watson, right? So, I mean, he could be the Seattle quarterback for the next 10, 12 years. That's not going to happen for Russell Wilson. Um, so, I, I don't mind. Like, that's a that's a heck of a correction, by the way. <laughs> if they were sure. to get rid of Russell Wilson, then all of a sudden get Deshaun Watson, albeit not the problems, but the quarterback 
that'd be a pretty good uh, replacement. But also keep in mind, I mean, he did I think lead the lead the league in in passing yards his last year in 2020. Yeah, I mean that that, that means something. What is, what is how many? Uh, give me his uh, touchdown interceptions that year. Do you mind? Uh, you have it, uh, yeah, I got you. So. 70% completion percentage. That's pretty sick. 4,823 yards. Legit. 33 touchdowns. Amazing. Only seven interceptions. Now, so he's 33 and seven guy. I thought he might have had more uh, interceptions than that. So, yeah. Uh, well, I'm like, sure he had some rushing touchdowns in, too, as well. Yeah, so maybe, maybe the answer to this is Deshaun Watson. Now, I'd be a little skeptical if I'm a Seattle fan because he hasn't played in over a year. Yeah. Um, and will there be a little rust? But... Uh, I, I don't know. I do think I don't think we should sleep on the idea that Russell Wilson is playing at a very high level when healthy, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's injury prone either. I mean, he just got banged up last year, so that that kind of threw off his season, in in my opinion. Um, all right, one other thing. We'll get back to football at five, including DK Metcalf. Could he be an option for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Plus, I want to reset a little bit of what's going on today. It's been a busy day. If you're just jumping in, Cam Robinson tagged. Uh, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay on a mega deal. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. Uh, what does that mean for Seattle? They got a ton of picks for him and a few players like Noah Fant uh, in that deal, Andrew Locke. The... Uh, what is all this movement and the tag of Mike Williams for the Chargers and the tag of Devontae Adams and the tag of Schultz and Dallas and Gasecki in Miami? What does it mean for the Jags' offseason plans now? Where do they go from here? Next week is a huge week coming up. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, to, to me, it means you got to be hanging with Mr. Cooper. I mean, and that's got to be yeah. the, the, the only option here. Like, I, I get it. The, there's also some, some names on defense you can take a look at. You know, we, we've obviously been speaking about Chandler Jones a lot. And he'd be a guy that you'd love to see as well. But I think the primary focus, just because, you know, the way that it sits right now with this team, you, you can address the pass rush early on in the draft. You're not going to address the wide receiver room with the number one overall pick. Simply not going to be done. Now, you can trade down, but that's going to be a big, you know, what if as well. So, to me, it's the Amari Cooper show and then everything else is secondary right now where it sits. All right. Uh, we're going to talk more about that football five coming up. I got another question for you. JU's about to tip off against Bellarmine for the ASUN championship. If they lose, Bellarmine doesn't go. They're in a transition year, D2 to D1. Jacksonville State, the regular season champ, would go to the NCAA tournament. What? Is that how it should be? Or should the runner-up of the conference tournament go? I mean, I think the <laughs> yeah, I think the runner-up. Jacksonville just beat Jacksonville State. But you don't think, like, the whole regular season landscape of winning the regular season crown should then count for anything other than the NIT? No, no, I don't think so at all. Because, like, if Murray State, they won the regular season crown, if they would have got beaten in the tournament, they probably wouldn't go to the dance. Like, that's what the tournament's about. Yeah. It's a separate entity from the regular season. Um, All right. Just wondering. I mean, what do you think? I don't. In this instance, obviously, I don't like it, right, because it would be great for JU to go. But if I'm being honest, I think the whole work, you know, the, the whole season of work, counting for something doesn't make me mad. But then why is Bellarmine why are in the tournament? Well, they can play and participate and all that. They just can't play in the NCAA tournament if they were to make it through this transition. It's like a four-year transition time, D2 to D1. So, and which is common, by the way. It's not the first time that's happened. Uh, that's a pretty common thing to happen. So, I don't know. I don't know if I hate it. I mean, you you, you fought all year. You you won the regular season title. You won something. Um, but you bring up a good point. Ju just beat Jacksonville State. 
and it's do or die time for a lot of these conferences. So maybe it should be JU. Anyway, we wish them luck. They go against Bellarmine in just a little bit. We'll keep you updated on that. Football at 5 coming up. A lot from the Players' Championship, TPC Sawgrass, here on a Tuesday on ESPN 690. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.